0: Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of season 4 of Still I Rise. I'm your host, friend and confidant, Cherry Golightly. I'm very excited to start this new chapter with you guys, and as a quick disclaimer, you guys know I'm not a licensed mental health specialist, therapist, you know, social worker, etc. So if you are in need and any type of mental health assistance, please seek the appropriate help for that. Uh, This podcast is strictly for, uh, you know, just think of me as a friend, you know, sharing my story with you. And hopefully some of the things that I share with you will help inspire or empower you to take control of your life and take back your power and just, you know, continue on the journey of happiness or finding that inner peace. So Before I continue, let me take a quick break and I will return in just a moment. Welcome back, my dearest ones. So I have to confess, the last part of 2020 has been a mixture of good things and bad things. However, um, I do believe that for the most part, I did regress back into depression and it was hard for me to get out of it and i was just hoping that i was going through another phase of spiritual awakening and it was just another another layer that was being purged up to the surface that i needed to um detox and heal from i'm still hoping that that's the case you know i'm trying to do some soul searching and really figure out where a lot of these things are stemming from so that way i no longer am, you know, getting trigger happy with <laughs> with these uh with these situations. You know, um a lot of it has to do with of course my um my family and uh, you know, even my son's father. Uh, a lot of it has basically, you know, reached the surface again and you know, i've really sat down and tried to think what is it that's causing this? I i i you know, by now, I felt, okay, I should already be over this. I should not be upset. Why am I letting my emotions take the best of me? Or why am I letting these people take my power? But um as easy as that sounds, it's not. You know, to basically, sometimes you just, you know, you, you feel these painful thoughts. emotions again and they just come back to the surface and you know here you are an emotional wreck again and for myself it was a big shocker because and I was a little bit disappointed in myself because I was thinking to myself I have come so far why have I allowed this to happen and if you're going through the same thing Darling, do me a favor and don't beat yourself up. I know easier said than done. I should be telling myself that. Stop beating yourself up. It's okay to feel things. It's okay. You know, um, I have had conversations with people and you know, um, a lot of them will tell me things like, Well, you know, why is it that you know you're still bothered by this? Well, you know, for those of us who have gone through any type of emotional, narcissistic, physical abuse, you know, you are getting triggered. But I have to stop there again and and remind you, and you know I've had to put myself in check with this. It's like people are not responsible for our triggers. Our triggers are our responsibility. It's our responsibility to heal, and before you enter any type of friendship or any type of relationship, one of the things that you really have to um, take accountability for is taking the responsibility for these triggers. You know, there's a saying um, that says if you don't heal, you're going to bleed over the people, all over the people that did not hurt you. You know, so it's like before you enter any type of commitment, friendship or relationship more likely, make sure that you're healed or make sure that, you know, you're at least communicating with them you know um certain things you know and i think we also have to be have that self awareness of how we're really you know communicating these things um you know if you guys have started a new relationship and it's kind of rocky right now because miscommunication I would encourage you to take a step back and really dissect what's happening you know if you feel that you know you're not being heard or whatever the case may be you know sometimes it's it may not even be the other person it could even be us because we're still in the process of healing so you know, um, this is where you have to take that time and spend that time alone and really just get to know yourself. Get to know what hurts you. Get to know why certain things are triggering you and understand it. And then, you know, I know this sounds very cliche and very, like, confusing, but, you know, once you accept what hurts you, why that is, and once you have the understanding, you end up letting it go. Once you understand I find that it is easy to to let that hurt go. And then those triggers will no longer exist. Um, But you have to acknowledge those triggers. Otherwise, you'll just continue to bleed. And I had to learn that myself the hard way. And there's a lot of triggers that I got rid of. But then there's some triggers that resurfaced. Or there's some triggers and look, that happens. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. You know, just go back to the drawing board and figure out what it is that caused that to happen. You know, um, you know. just going to give you guys an example. Around Christmas time, my kid's father showed up and he... Um, you know, I was a little bit upset. It was hard for me to contain myself because, you know, I, I, I saw it as a slap in the face or maybe like him taunting me, you know, um, kind of saying, okay, well, yeah, you know, I I did all this to you, but yet I still have your family's approval and I'm still coming around. It doesn't matter what you say. Your opinion doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And of course... Does that hurt me? Yes. Because as I'm over here trying to build a relationship with my family or trying to mend the relationship, you know, this guy comes along and here we go. But this is when I actually have to take a step back and realize that it's not about me. And it, it's, it, it's a double-edged sword, Because when you have children, you have to make sure that they're good and you have to be very mindful of how you are approaching these, you know, these situations. For example, I have to be very mindful with how I talk about my kid's father because they're still going to get affected by it. And they have verbalized to me and expressed to me that they are not happy with how I talk about him at times. And, you know, for me, that hurts to hear Uh, so it's like, I don't want to hurt them. So then I have to be very mindful about that. And it's like, I have to bite my tongue. And, um, you know, the second half of that story was a few weeks after that, I ended up getting a text message from, you know, their father, um, wanting to ask a question. And he kind of said, well, promise me or swear to me, swear to God, you're going to tell me the truth. Well, here's the thing. Now I said, if it has to do with the kids, cool. You know, but do we have to deal with our ex-spouses or the father or mother of our children? Yes, you do. You do because whether you like it or not, they are going to be in your children's life and it is what it is so you just have to be very strategic with how you deal with these situations and i'm learning how to do that and so you know um learn how to separate you know basically put things in compartments So, okay, if it's going to go towards this whole ordeal, if it has to do with my kid's father, there you go. There's the label right there. Now, if you guys are saying my ex-spouse, my ex-wife, my ex-husband, I challenge you to stop saying that. Because when you say ex and then spouse, you're connecting that towards you you're still having that connection and you know when I say my kid's father it's a connection towards my kids so I'm not bringing and connecting that negativity towards me if that makes any sense so I challenge you to do that you know not my ex-boyfriend my ex-girlfriend my ex baby mama whatever the case may be it's not yours it's my kid's father my kid's mother Okay, so there you go. With that label alone, that pretty much tells you that that is the only aspect that you have to deal with, your children. So that's that's how I took it. Okay, well, it's strictly about the kids, and I've learned to not partake in anything else that has anything to do other than with my kids. And so my response to him was I did actually, in fact, get triggered and I reacted I reacted I was ashamed of it later on but then I realized that that was probably something that needed to be done and I'll tell you guys why in a minute so I did answer and my reaction was just actually you could tell I was triggered because I, I went off and I told them well if it has anything to you to do with your kids then ask away but if it has anything to do with the past or anything other than your kids Whatever it is that you have to ask me has been dead and gone and there's nothing to talk about. So at first I thought, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I reacted. I allowed my triggers to react. But in actuality, what it really was, okay, yes, the delivery of it was from the trigger. But in actuality, it was me putting my boundaries up. Because if this was about two years ago, I probably would have engaged in that conversation. And you don't need to be engaging in that conversation. You just need to know, you know, how to how to chop that up before it gets any further. There's no need for it. You know, many people have asked me, well, weren't you curious? And here's my response to that. Are you going to approach a dumpster and open it up? and wonder if there's garbage in it, you already know that it's Pandora's box and there's no need to open it up to see what's in there. Why are you curious to see what's in there? You know it's garbage. You know it's bad for you. You know the content behind it is bad for you. Especially if you've already moved on with your life. And what I mean by that is you've left all those negative emotions, all of that self, you know, the cause of your self-doubt, the cause of your... Lack of self-value and self-confidence. Why would you, you know, dip your hands in that? There's no reason for it. Now, many have told me, okay, you know, you're, you're never going to know. I'm not curious. You know, you've read that story many times. So why, you know, why would you want to try to see if the ending changes. Now, you know, Albert Einstein once said the definition of being in in, insanity is, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So there we go. Let's stop being insane and just know that it is what it is. After you've moved on, there's no reason for it. You know, don't play those games. So after that, I blocked him. And, you know, I did tell my mom and my stepdad to tell him to leave me alone. And I've told them my piece and, you know, how certain things that I'm not comfortable with. Now, if they're going to continue to do the things that I'm not comfortable with, then other measures are going to have to be taken. But as of right now, I just need to allow myself to put my boundaries out there and you know really not be so concerned about how it's going to affect other people because let's say for example you being such a giver you being such you know a a submissive person you're not really doing number one yourself a favor number two those people a favor because eventually you're going to keep taking in all that negativity you're going to be beating yourself up. You're going to be, you know, draining yourself out and eventually you're going to have nothing to give. And it's not going to be very pretty for them. So just do them this favor now and be honest. You know, even with your loved ones, you know, it's like I've had to learn this the hard way. I kept giving and giving and giving and it just got to the point where it exhausted and you know, I realized that there was not really much for me to give anymore because I've given everything. And, um, you know, you have to make sure that your cup is full. But see, here's another thing that you guys have to take into account, my darlings, is you have to make sure that you are filling your own cup. Please do not expect anybody else to fill your cup. You know, a lot of us, we do yearn for that love, especially those that have gone through, you know, the big D or, You know, have had really horrible breakups. We, you know, we long for that affection. We long for that true love. And there's some of us who have been broken, where it's like we don't even want to go through that door anymore, and we're guarded every single time we do try to look. You know, even for those that are seeking that love, you know, uh, a lot of us have not been completely healed, and it's like we have our guard up, and you know, it's just it's a mess. So you know just make sure that you continue to stay grounded no matter what the situation is try to stay grounded it's okay to fall back into depression but just remember who you are remember how far you've come and just remember that you know things will always work out in your favor one thing that i that has definitely helped me is all the mistakes that i've made all the flaws you know all the detours and you know all the past you know horrible relationships they all worked out in my favor you know we were meant to go down this path you know it's it's part of growth and growing up i remember you know i was always told be careful of the choices that you make because there's some mistakes that you can't correct and that's absolutely true but The most important thing is, did you learn from those mistakes? You know, because if we're doing the same thing over and over, then it's like we're stuck in the same pattern and our lives won't really change. Again, the definition of insanity is what? So let's make sure that we're, you know, really focusing on our self-awareness, focusing on what we are doing and how we're trying to better ourselves. How are we exactly how are we trying to make the better versions of ourselves, like are we cutting out bad habits? Are we you know being mindful of how we're 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 talking to ourselves? I've seen so many people talk so negatively about themselves. actually, a friend of mine had posted something on social media, and the captain the caption was "My biggest fear." is that you will start to see me the way I see myself. My response to that is, which I hope would be that you're a goddess, you're amazing, and you're beautiful. You know, negative self-talk is very much, you know, the norm these days. I don't know why that is. A lot of people have such low self-esteem and, you know, myself, I I can vouch for that. I've, I've been down that road before where, you know, and sometimes I still go through that where it's like I know that I'm a mess. I'm acknowledging my flaws, but I try to bounce back up and remember that, you know, I have come a long way. I look at everything that's around me, all the surroundings, like... You know what I mean? The fact that I'm able to provide a roof over mine and my children's heads and provide food and keep the electricity on and and things like that. You know, that is definitely something, you know, to flex about. Um, So it's like if you are currently able to do something like that or if you're doing, you know, just the fact that you are just keeping your family together. You know, the fact that you're able to spend that time and give your kids love and support, you should definitely be flexing on that. You know, you're we're all beautiful people and we have to stop talking, you know, down to ourselves. Easier said than done, yes. And so this is where I encourage you guys. This pandemic sucks. It stinks. You know, there's not really much that we can do and a lot of people are they have goals and there's so many things that you can you know who knows you you might be able to find your next new passion or your next new you know breakthrough during this pandemic but one thing that i encourage you to do during this time i mean it doesn't look like this lockdown is going to be lifted or it doesn't look like this virus is going to go away anytime soon so what i really you know encourage you guys to do is, you know, the first few months of this year, make it about you. And what I mean by that is really self-care, self-love, self-value. Try to find you. Get to know you. Be okay with being by yourself for a little bit. Like, you know, having that alone time and find things that, you know, will help you be creative. Find some creative time. And what I mean by that, it's like, you know, stay off of social media for a bit. Perhaps like, you know, do something along the lines of painting, writing, reading a book, you know, um, sewing, planting, anything that has to do with your hands where you take a step back and you look at it and you're proud of the work that you've done. You created this. This is your creativity. This came from your imagination. You actually get to be a child again for once. So really enjoy it. cooking as well. You know, it's like, your your kids eat it and they're 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 like you know they're telling you mommy daddy this tastes wonderful. And you can be proud of yourself. You know creativity will actually give you that time to be proud of something that you've done. So I encourage you, you know, get your mind off of all the negativity and just create. Step out step out of social media. I recommend that highly especially with everything that's going on there's so much ugliness going on right now so much criticism so much hate so much you know people trying to divide and you know frankly I'm sick of it that's why I actually stepped out of social media for a bit and you know just find something that's going to keep your mind positive and clear and you know this is the time as well meditate you know, um, for those that find meditation to be challenging or boring or dull, I recommend going on YouTube and finding different self-guided meditations. I do the sleep hypnosis at night as well. Also, really be mindful with who you're communicating with because energy actually travels very, you know, um, <laughs> energy travels and it or transfers. Whether you guys believe this or not. So if you're talking to somebody that's a negative Nancy, Nancy, it will drain your energy. It's energy vampires. Another thing too is it's like, you know, if you're in a relationship where you're constantly feeling like crap, you really have to reevaluate that. You know, or sometimes like maybe you're around even family members and they make you feel like crap. And I know it's easier said than done. You can't just cut off family members, but limit your time with them if they're really making you feel horrible it is what it is like you guys just honestly think about you and think about how things are going to make you feel you can't change people if you've actually tried to communicate with them and it's like talking to a brick wall then you know don't expect anything you got to think about how you're going to protect yourself if you know that somebody's going to be negative towards any decisions that you make or your next big you know your next big move and they're telling you well are you sure you can do it and they don't believe in you and it hurts you, well, maybe it's probably best that you don't tell them. You know, this year, I'm actually trying my best not to really share my goals too much because, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather like hustle in silence. I'd rather just keep my life um, private for right now as far as like social media goes because I recall that that's all I would do. I would just post everything that's happening in my life and you know, um, it would keep tabs, like people could keep tabs and it might go to, you know, it's surveillance. And not that I have any shame on what's going on in my life right now, but I don't really think that a lot of people need to know what's happening. And, you know, sometimes when you have outsiders coming into your life, it does tend to, you know, tarnish like things. So, You know, if you can keep things private, then keep it private. You know, I I believe that when you do have the privacy, it does preserve your inner peace. Because then you don't have anybody, like, criticizing or, you know, just hating on you. And just... Just take that time for yourself. Fill your cup. Do things that, you know, you find... You know, that will that'll lift your spirits, you know. And when you meditate and pray, pray for people that are, you know what I mean, that are going to be good for you in your life, the good influences, the people that are going to make you want to be a better person, you know, every day. And, you know, if, if you have a hard time finding those people because maybe you haven't really been around, right now it's hard. But it's okay, you know, be your own best friend right now. I know that's tough, but I challenge you. Read some books. You know, cook yourself meals. Learn how to love yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and learn to love and accept every part of you. You know, one of the things I struggled with is self-loathing when it came to my body. As a mom, you know. You tend to go through, (laughs) you kind of feel like a shapeshifter because you will lose the weight, gain the weight, depending on what's happening, especially for us divorcees, you know. That stuff matters. But here's a new way of looking at it. Right now, as we go through this pandemic, learn to appreciate your body, learn to love your body, not just because of how it looks, but learn how to love what it's doing for you. We are a bag of meat. We are this big old meat suit and a bag of bones. But you know what? This bag of bones is actually keeping us healthy at this time. You know, let's be thankful that for those of us who haven't gotten sick or for those of us, you know, we haven't gotten sick and our bodies are keeping us healthy. Let's be thankful that we have two legs and we have the capability of walking. We have hands that we're actually able to Do things with many people don't have that, and they take you know what I mean. We take that for granted. So love your body for that. Love your body for what it has done for you over these past few years. Learn to appreciate you know yourself. You know your your mind. Learn to appreciate that you know your mind has not. You haven't lost. Well, some of us we haven't you know (laughs) lost our minds completely, but we're still here we still have the strength to continue on and you know what i mean love yourself for that even though sometimes it can be tough and hey you know i i speak for myself too it's been tough and you know there's been times where you know you have people in your life but they're not very they're not available and i remember having resentment towards those people but you know now if you really think about it those people actually gave you, you know, helped you level up. Because it's like you learned how to not have those people and you're you know what I mean? They they weren't there, but you got through. If you're still here and you're still listening to this episode, you're still here and that's an accomplishment. It always gets better. You know, I say this because I've literally gone through this and just a few weeks ago I I barely recovered from this so you know find yourself some not just distractions but find yourself find the things that'll make you feel you know feel good find reasons to smile it's been a while for me you know but There's certain things that I I find myself to be thankful for. And I am ashamed to say that I have gone through um, some hard times. Like these past few weeks where it was hard for me to get out of bed. It was hard for me to actually function at work. I lost the desire to do a lot of things. But, you know, it's like you'll find some, you know, or maybe your friends. Or you'll, you know, you'll meet some awesome people that will you know help you get through that. You know, they'll maybe they won't actually tell you, but it's like their spirits will lift yours up, and that's such a beautiful thing. You know, and if you don't have that, then also it's like the best source is when you see your children and you see how happy they are and you know, you do things to make them happy and you see their character and you know, how, how they're progressing as little people, soon to be adults and you know, you you're proud of them. I say this with a great deal of pride. My best accomplishments right now are my kids. And I do apologize <laughs> if I get a bit emotional, but the best proof that I You know, when I look at everything for any type of validation on how I'm doing, it's my kids. You know, I mean, for myself, I feel a little bit run down. I feel a little exhausted and drained out and sometimes like if I were to look at myself I would not be able to see the accomplishments firsthand but when I look at my children and I see how well they've grown and how well-mannered they are and how caring and compassionate they are despite all of the trauma and despite all of the turmoil they have endured I like to believe that I played a big part of raising them, you know, alone. And, um, you know, sometimes even when it's tough, and like I said, it's it's challenging not to say anything negative about the other parent, but you have to, especially if they're telling you things. And so, you know, the main priority is our children right now. And, um, you know, it's like you're... we got to look at it as like this is why we do what we do on a daily basis is for them. You know, so if you ever feel down, look at them and, you know, I'm sure those of us that have gone through so much in our lives or if we're going through things right now and it's tough and, you know, for those of you that are barely tuning in and are barely getting out of your situation or trying to get out of your situation, I'm going to tell you this, after two years out, it gets better. And my best advice to you is to hold on to your children, hug them and let them know that everything is going to be okay, even though you don't know or you're unsure if things are going to be okay. You need to let them know that things are going to be okay. And then after that, you need to believe that things are going to be okay because you're going to have faith in yourself. You're going to have faith in you know, the higher being and you're going to know that everything is going to be okay. you got to trust in yourself that you're not going to let your kids down. And for those of you that have either gotten out of the situation, believe in yourself. You got out of the situation and that was the first step. And you got to give yourself a pat on the back for that. Love yourself for that. Appreciate yourself for that. Because you had the strength to start all over. And, you know, even till this day, after close to three years, I do feel that I am still rebuilding a demolished, you know, (laughs) empire. But the beauty of it is, You know, you get a say so of what you're going to keep, which ruins you're going to keep, or the scraps that you're going to keep, or what you're going to toss out, or if you're going to toss everything out and start brand new, it's up to you. But, you know, there are certain scraps that actually make you who you are right now, who you are today. So, you know, don't dismiss everything. Hold on to the little trinkets of good memories. Or hold on to the trinkets, even the bad ones, you know? Don't keep the negative energy behind it, but hold on to those lessons and appreciate them. Those are, the, those are your medals of honor. You know, it's been hard for me to record episodes because of the depression that I've endured for the past few weeks. I did not want to talk to you guys in that state. Because I know that as I talk about that it you know it, well it may have helped but at the same time it's like I would rather talk to you guys about it after I have you know lifted myself up or while I'm in the process of lifting myself up because it does get better I can't tell you guys it's getting better as I'm going through it and I'm not sure if it's going to get better even though if that makes any sense. At the time, I wasn't sure if it was going to get better, but in the back of my mind, I knew it was going to get better. And I've learned that you have to make very uncomfortable choices. You have to stand up for yourself in order for things to start changing in your life. You have to start putting yourself first. You know, if you see happiness in front of you, jump at it and grab it. Don't wait. Or don't let it pass you by. And if you find that something is draining you out, this is the time to, you don't have to stick around, especially if you left the situation, any small, petty thing, you should not be holding on to it. You should allow yourself to, to be free of it. I don't know why it's so hard for us to, you know, detach ourselves to such toxicity at times, but... That's just how we are. I think what it is, it's we, you know, we hold on to it like a security blanket because we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of being without it. You know, we find ourselves like just webbed up in it. But that's something that, you know, you have to learn how to do is to just let go. And, you know, you can't save everybody, especially if you find yourself... To be drowning at this point, you know, don't, don't try to hold on to something that is, you know, going to drown you. Well, my friends, that's all I have for you guys for today. And I hope that this has helped you guys out, you know. Um, I wish you guys nothing but the best always. And like always, we'll get through this together. Thank you guys for listening. I'm your host, friend and confidant, Cherry Golightly. Thank you for listening to the very first episode of season four of Still I Rise. Thank you and have a lovely evening.